You're listening to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast with Terrence Murphy, where we cover sales, investing, and entrepreneurship with an emphasis on real estate. Each podcast, Terrence and his guests will bring you informative and inspiring information within the real estate industry. So welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. This is season three. So obviously we crammed in season one and two within the first 10, 11 months. I think we hit 30, 35,000 downloads, something like that. Either way, it doesn't matter. We're, we're appreciative of every download, every comment, every five-star review, and there's people just sharing it, man. It really created a movement in the space, and we're just grateful. So I start off every episode with a quick quote, and then I introduce my guests. So the quote today is from my old coach at Green Bay, and it says, the job of a coach is to teach and demand, and the job of a player is to prepare and perform. Coach Mike McCarthy. So that's a really good quote. So we want to talk tax today, real estate tax. And I've brought in a specialist, a consultant, an expert in the space. And I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about who she is and how she got into the space. But let's welcome Barbara to the show today. Barbara Shryhan is your tax coach. She went from six figures of debt to a self-made millionaire, tax strategist, and an all-around wizard who is hell-bent on saving clients from crappy accounting firms and larger-than-necessary tax bills. Through tax strategy implementation, and skillful tax planning and preparation, Barbara saved her clients over $5 million in 2020 and plans to double those savings in 2021. Welcome her to the show today. Thank you so much. So tell me your story in a couple minutes, and then we're going to dive into the questions, and we're just going to have some real estate tax talk. So tell me your story. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going way back, I grew up super poor. Everyone's always like, why'd you get into taxes, money, investing, all of that? Grew up super poor on all the government subsidies possible. Addiction was all over my family. And I knew I wanted to get into business, but didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then got pregnant in college. And so I went to my career counselor and I was like, what is a hundred percent chance that I'm going to get a job the day I graduate college? And they were like accounting. And I was like, accounting, that sounds so boring, but I did it anyways. And Ended up working at the largest accounting firm in the world and then some other firms along the way and just realized that there needed to be another way in the accounting space. Like people were just throwing money at their accountants, thinking that their accountants were saving them money in taxes when really all they were doing is filing forms for them and not even looking into different loopholes or tax strategies or anything like that. So one one of last year, I was like, screw it. I'm starting my own firm. And all we are doing is saving people money in taxes. Love it. Love it. And why did you hone in on the real estate realtors, entrepreneurs? So who's your typical client that you're that you're going after? Yeah. So we only serve business owner entrepreneur clients because as a W-2 earner, it's really hard to strategize how to save in taxes, right? You're just getting a paycheck. They you know, send off your federal and state taxes for you. But as a business owner, entrepreneur, and in the real estate space, there are so many legal loopholes available to save in taxes that that's really where we hone in on. And what I find with real estate agents is they kind of just throw themselves in the business, right? And then they get so busy that taxes are kind of the last thing that they try to figure out and worry about until years later. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm super behind. Now is probably the time to figure it out. That's good. 
Yeah, and I know you got some really good wisdom and some strategies, some hacks, because that's the thing about real estate professionals. They always want to hack. They always want a strategy. They always want to, you know, they're some of the busiest slash two cool people that I know. <laughs> it reminds me of athletes, right? <laughs> and I love them. I love pro athletes because obviously I, I was one student athletes. I love those. I love realtors and real estate professionals. But I am that. And sometimes they, I'm like, you're really not that busy. Listen to what I'm telling you. Because if you can just give me 30 minutes of your time, it can change your real estate like career. It can change the trajectory of where you're headed. So, so I'm excited to hear some of those hacks and those, those strategies you have. So we have a new section in the, in the podcast. It's called Coming In Hot. So we don't have the music and all that going on, but when we go live, you'll hear all that. But there's rapid questions. So I'm going to hit you with five like really quick questions, and it's just a one-word answer or yes or no or boom, and we go. You cool with that? Yeah. Let's right. do it. So number one, college degree or no college degree? Nah. What is your greatest challenge as a child? Dealing with a addict parents. Yep. What was your first attempt at entrepreneurship? Having a babysitting service when I was 12. Wow, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what was your worst real estate entrepreneur advice someone ever gave you? Ooh, worst advice? Yep. Just not to do it. Mm, that's good. Who was the one person that made the biggest impact in your career? My husband. Love it. We need the horn. Mm, mm, mm. You know, <laughs> we need it. We, you know, what we need to start doing Kyle. We need to start timing it. And it's like a 40 time. Right. And so we can be like, OK, Barbara had the <laughs> fastest time. Right. She was like, you know, the record holder. No, that's good, man, because I think a lot of times People see your success, they see who you are, they see you on the podcast, they see your influence, your platform, and they assume. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing that I really tried to do is knock down those walls, right? And really be inclusive, gender, race, creed, background, religion, just be inclusive to this space of entrepreneurship and let people know, like, no matter where you start, it's where you're going. And that's something that I've always had to tell myself because I have a similar story as you. So that's good. Thank you for participating. So let's get into some free flow questions. Among new real estate entrepreneurs that are patient and willing to do the work, what would be the top three things you think they should be doing from your perspective of tax or whatever? Like, what are the top three things they should be doing? Get an LLC so they can protect themselves, but also eventually it will help them in taxes. Mm -hmm. They should be building a brand for themselves. You know, they're not just a real estate agent. They should be able to build themselves into a brand so people know who they are, know your vision, your passion. And then I would say figure out one social media platform and just like go all in on it. Love it. Love it. So LLC, build a brand. And then focus on one social media. Don't try to be on every social media out there. So make sure y'all are listening to the wisdom and the nuggets she's dropping right now. That's good. So pivoting, what's your, what's been the biggest struggle? And I know this feels like these are negative connotation questions because we're just trying to open people up to that you felt like you've overcame over the last 30, 45 days, 60 days. That You're like, you know what? They said I couldn't do it. I'm going to figure out a way to do that anyway. What, 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 what is that? Ooh, so many. I feel like entrepreneurship is just like the ups and downs constantly, right? And like 
when you're leveling up, there's a new problem, right? They say like new level, new devil. Yep. So I would say, I would say building a team that's mm. probably been, been the hardest, especially in this like post COVID kind of weird employee mindset type of, you know, situation that all business owners are in right now. So building the right team, but you know, I'm patient with it and have built like, man, my, my employees are the best. So. Love it. So really learning. Yeah. Being patient, really learning leverage through other people. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what do you feel like? Did you learn, like, as you brought on that team, right? Was it hiring people? Was it finding them? Was it training them? Was them getting to believe in your vision? What do you feel like you really honed in on to have these really good employees that are on your team? Yeah, the first thing I made sure is I had our core values mm. like written out beforehand. So then as I'm interviewing team members, seeing if they align with those core values. And then every single week we meet as a team, we're all remote, right? Because that's just 2021. But every week in that meeting, we go over the core values. We live them, like we repeat them. You know, it's not just like a sign in a in an office somewhere and you pass by it every day when you fill your cup of coffee. It's like we live it. So I would say figure out your core values. And then, you know, finding once you figure out your core values, finding the team members that will be passionate and be about the vision, that's already taken care of because you kind of screened them in that process. But yeah, just finding the right person, right? Person for the slot. Love it. Love it. So let's dive into you. Let's talk about now we've kind of hit the kind of different thought processes. Let's talk about taxes because that's what we're here to talk about, right? And we'll dive into some of my other questions in a minute, but let's talk about taxes. If you were going to train me, the business owner, entrepreneur, 1099, whoever, what topic would you, would you cover with me that you felt like I need to know? And let's just dive into some of that. Yeah, the first thing we look at is entity type. So are you just a 1099 agent? I would say that's the worst place you could probably be. You're taxed at the highest rates when you receive a 1099. If you've ever read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, there's those like quadrants of people, right? And if you're just a 1099, you're probably going to be taxed up to 60%, which is not a good place to be. So we look at entity. Don't be a 1099, get your LLC as fast as you can. When you hit a certain point, now this is for real estate agents, at a certain point, you're going to want to switch to an S corporation probably to save in self-employment tax. You know, right there, that can save you 22000 a year in taxes. More next year, because that tax law is changing, the cap on that is going to allow for more tax savings even next year. So yeah, the first thing we look at is entity type. Love it. So if I were a 1099 realtor, I'm kind of the rising star. I come in brand new agent. Now I've sold 5 million my first year. You know, I made 150K. I've never made that kind of money in my life. Came from a, a family that didn't, you know, study or understand financial literacy. Or I came from a wealthy family who didn't study financial literacy. I think it's, you know, it can go both ways. Yeah. What type of entity would I form? Would it be an LLC? Would it be an LP? What would you suggest? And obviously, this isn't legal advice. This is just us having a conversation. Totally. This is educational and entertainment. <laughs> Put that disclaimer but, out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But at 150K, you should really have your LLC. 
And then at that point, you can switch to an S-Corp. In order to switch to an S-Corp, you have to have your LLC first. And you can only make your S-Corp retroactive to the date you got your LLC. So you really want your LLC like first. And you know, it doesn't cost that much to get your LLC. Unless you're in California, it's 800 bucks. But any other state, it's going to be like 100, 200 bucks to get your LLC. And you don't need a lawyer. Just go to, you know, your state's website, file for your LLC, get your EIN number. So then you have it. So then as you are growing and you get to that 150, then your accountant can switch you to an S Corp and boom, right there, you save 22 grand in taxes. Wow. So what is an EIN? I, you know, what is an EIN? Like if I didn't know that, like, what is that? Yeah. So you can think of it like the equivalent of a social security number for a person. It's like the social security number for your business Mm. and it's free. You can just go to irs.gov, make sure it's .gov because there's weird spammy websites (laughs) out there, but you can just get it for free online. And that's how you're identified on your taxes, any financial documents, any loans that are in that business, that entity, they're going to find you or register it under that EIN number, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then when you go to open like business bank accounts, they're going to want your EIN number, not your social. The key with business ownership is like you want nothing in your name, right? You want it all separate. Put it in your EIN number. Have like, you know, for liability reasons, own nothing, but control everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. I can't. Yeah. We we're at a lot of entities at this point for sure. Okay. That's good. So now that I've, I've formed my LLC, I've moved to my S-Corp, tax strategy-wise, where do you suggest that I, do I go read books? Do I hire a consultant? What are other tax strategies that I can kind of have on my horizon going forward if you're just kind of projecting out? Yeah, good question. I mean, I'm a little biased, right? Because we yeah. have a tax strategy firm. So I'm like, hire us, we'll do it all for you. A really good book as well is Tax-Free Wealth. You can just literally Google like, how to save in taxes and a ton of stuff will come up. But if you have children, you can be paying your children tax-free. It's a business expense for the business, tax-free to the kids. They can be little. You have them as models. If you put them on their on your social media, they're a little older. Maybe they research listings for you. I have a ton of real estate clients that their kids like do market research or look on Zillow or, you know, search the MLS, all of that. So pay your kids. Then when you do that too, then you can contribute to a Roth IRA for your kids. And if you just contributed 6K for them for five years when they're little, they'd have over 2 million bucks when they're retirement age. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. The generational wealth. Love it. And that's what a, what a projected growth of 6 to 8% in the market every year or something like that and compound interest and everything. Yeah. 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 So just from you contributing 30K when they're little, they'd have 2.1 million at retirement age for them. So paying your kids would be one. Get to know the Augusta rule. That is a really fun legal loophole. It's like the rent back rule. So your business can pay you rent and it's tax free to you personally. And it's a business rent expense on your business. I have clients, they get hundreds of thousands of dollars a year based on that loophole right there. Yeah. So in Augusta rule, do I have to buy the building and then lease it back to my company or no? So this is on your personal residence. Mm. So your business is going to pay you personally for use of your house. Say you need to have a board meeting at your house or you you have a party there for clients or 
you just need to have a strategy session there for the year. You're basically just renting out your own house. So you don't got to go out and buy anything. Yeah. I love that one. And it can be used on multiple properties. So if you have your own personal residence, maybe you have a beach house or a mountain house or, you know, anything like that. If you have any rental properties, investment properties, there should be cost segregations done on all of them. And I think that's missed so many times in the real estate industry. And what people don't realize is they're actually required. And if you don't do them and you get audited, that depreciation, the IRS will act as if you already took that depreciation anyway. So if you don't take it, you're going to miss it. So you might as well accelerate your depreciation, save money on taxes. Love it. Those are some gems. So Augusta rule, cost segs, which is We've talked about that before, especially when you get into the bigger properties, man. Those cost segs are game changers. I love well, it. even in, so like we have a ton of single family homes. They're like under 150, you know, very inexpensive to purchase. And you can do a cost seg on them. You don't need to hire an engineering or architecture firm. You can just do it online. It's like 500 bucks and you can save like 30 grand in taxes. So even on the smaller properties, I love them. Yeah, that makes sense. So online, is there a particular website? Would we go to your website to look at the cost seg? Is there a website that you reference people to? I'm blanking on the name. I'll get it for you. That's fine. We'll just get it from you later and we'll put it in the notes. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So let's keep going. Let's keep going. What do you feel like has been a hack for you when you feel like you're losing momentum as an entrepreneur? When you're like, you know what? I really got to kind of get going again. What do you feel like is something that you've used to get going with a client or with yourself or in the business? Yeah, you know, there's like this hustle culture out there, right? Like the harder I work, the more money I'll make, but then you hustle so hard, you burn out. Yep. Which is how I started my business. And then realized like, the more I rest, the more money I make. Mm. So when I come to a point where I'm feeling super burnt out, like I just schedule time off in my calendar and like rest, recharge, whatever like self-care looks like to you. You know, like we just did two weeks in Hawaii. It doesn't have to be like that, but maybe you just schedule four hours out of your day and you like read a book and meditate or something. But yeah, really it's like saying screw the hustle culture, like rest a little bit more because then your mind clears too. And like so many ideas come to mind when I like rest. Mm -hmm. No, I love it. I think if everybody could take two weeks in Hawaii, we'd all be resting a lot more, right? (laughs) We need to figure out how to get on your level. No, that's, that's, that's real though, because mental health is something that a lot of entrepreneurs don't talk about. A lot of athletes don't talk about a lot of successful people don't talk about. And that's something that I'm really trying to focus on, you know, with nutrition and I started a basketball and, and Bible study thing on Sunday where it's old men. And I say, oh, we're in our 30s, <laughs> but we play basketball and then we have Bible study and we just talk about what guys are dealing with, man, and just be real with each other and have some brotherhood. And so because, like you said, it's just success, 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 go, 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 you know, flash, flash, flash. And then for you know, it's like, did I really enjoy any of that? And I've been there before as an athlete where I looked up my NFL career, college career, high school, middle school, Pop Warner. And it's just, it was just a blaze. And then when it was over with, I'm like, dang, what did did I really enjoy? So that's a lot. That's good wisdom there. Okay. So I got another section too. This is kind of, it's not the rapid fire, but it's kind of, I'm going to go quick. So I'm going to throw three questions at you pretty quick. Okay. So I'm going to throw three at you. 
and just answer them. So what's your secret to good time management? Oh, good time management. Fire myself as many times as possible. So like delegate. Oh, I like that. What's your secret to good branding? Consistency. And what's your secret or the best use for recruiting talent? Hire a recruiter. Ooh, <laughs> like it. Filter, filter out all the bad people through them. I love it. Golly, you should have told me that 12 years ago. <laughs> Be consistent, delegate, and then hire a specialist. We always want to do everything ourselves as entrepreneurs, so that's good. What is the tech or service that everybody will be using next year that you feel like is kind of like no one knows about it? Like, what's that tech or service that you feel like people will be using next year? NFTs. Ooh. Yeah. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> Bought me some NFTs, worked on that this weekend. Yeah, me too. Ooh. Are you on BB at all? Who? BB? B-E-B. No, what is that? It's a cool platform. It's just through the Apple App Store and... They do collectibles with Disney characters and Marvel. So I really like those. Spell that for me. V-E-V-E. All right. I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on, obviously, OpenSea, MetaMask, Coinbase, the wallets. And then, yeah, OpenSea is where we're, you know, because I used to do trading cards and magazines and stuff like this. So I'm in all of them. Yeah. Same thing. Like, get in early. You'll do amazing. I just found my collection of trading cards. My mom passed a couple of years ago and she had them in the same place I left them 20 years ago in my oh closet. Oh my gosh. Yep. I have 200 minted Michael Jordan cards in my collection. Ooh, you got to talk to Dan Fleischman. Who is this? Dan Fleischman. Does he do card trading or what? He is like the card store owner. Like he's in Vegas today. I was supposed to be there. I'm so bummed I'm not there with Mike Tyson. And that's like how he became famous was baseball card stores. Okay. Now he does a ton of other like influencer, you know, type stuff. But yeah, if you're looking a place to sell, that would be who to know. Can you connect me with him offline? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I literally found this collection and it's like, I was in sixth grade when I was, uh, was doing this, but I have 200 Michael Jordan cards, literally. Ooh. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So last couple of things, and then I, I want to get out of here. So tell me this, What's your best networking opportunity? Like, what do you use to like meet people? Is it LinkedIn? Is it social media? Do you get out with everything going on? Because a lot of times people are asking me, where are you meeting so many people? And so that's a question I get a lot. I get that question all the time too. So when I started my business, I went all in on Instagram, right? There were no accountants really. And there still really aren't that many accountants on Instagram. So I really went all in on that platform. I used stories every single day. Like, I don't think there's been a single day where that red circle has not been on my Instagram, you know? So like use stories, use it consistently, share client wins all the time. Like people will not get tired of seeing people win. So as long as you're not coming at it from like a salesy, like buy tax you know, tax preparation for me. That's not what I do. I just share, Hey, like this client saved hundred grand in taxes. This client saved 50, this client saved 10, like whatever it is. And now I'm losing the question. There was another point I wanted to make. Best networking. Oh, networking. And I also, man, this year I probably spent multiple six figures on getting in the rooms that I wanted to be in. So sending them on mastermind groups or different retreats where like 
the big players who I want and knew were my ideal clients pay to be there and then like go all in when you're there, like meet everybody that you can provide value, ask them what they need. And then eventually they'll ask you like, Hey, Oh, what do you do? So pay to be in the room. Love it. Love it. Okay. So we got this last couple of sections and then, so this one's called the moonshot. Like if we're going to shoot to the moon, obviously with cryptocurrency and everything, Elon Musk on the interview has made it famous to the moon, but this is our moonshot. So what is your one goal or dream that you and or others thinks impossible or it's crazy to achieve? Like, what is that moonshot if you could achieve that? I'll be retired by 40. Oh, like it. So 4-0, you done? Yeah. I mean, I'll be an investor, right? And like manage our investments. But in terms of active businesses, it won't be me. Love. I might still own them, but I'm not doing anything in them. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that's, that's my goal. I, I, so my well, this is one of them, but I want to semi-retire at 40. Yeah, love it. So for me, I want to work three days a week. And so I'm down to four days a week. My goal is to get to three days a week. And I'm like Monday, Tuesday, and like Thursday. And after that, leave me alone. So now I love it. So you're retiring at 40. I'm a, I'm a, how many you mind me asking? I know some ladies don't want I'm 32. So I have eight years. All right. I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to call you in eight years and be like, you ready to retire or what? Yep. Yeah. All right. Love it. Love it. So your book you recommended was Tax-Free Wealth. Why? He is one of the rich dad, poor dad, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's advisors. Mm -hmm. I'm in his networking group as well, but it's just a really good layman's term book to read about taxes, just to get like your brain flowing of like, man, that's how they do it. Like, oh, that's how I structure this deal or that deal. It literally tells you how to build wealth completely tax-free. And then once you're educated and you know about it and you need someone to actually implement it for you, that's where we come in. Love it. So you can come in side by side and once, because that's the same thing I always tell all my clients, investors, and hey, go educate yourself a little bit. Then we can talk entrepreneurship, multiple income streams, things like that. Because yeah. it's, it's tough to, you know, you don't want to be dragging somebody along. You want them to be passionate about the topic. Yeah, exactly. And like a book will cost you 20 bucks rather than like, you don't want to pay our hourly fee to teach you when you can read it. Yeah. I mean, some people do. Some people are like, no, just do it. I don't care. Yeah, but for sure. Cheap knowledge. So final thoughts. What do you want to leave our listeners with as we close? And then where can they find you? Yeah, I would say get an accounting team, you know, at your disposal before you need it. So before transactions happen, that's like the biggest thing, especially in real estate, like, you need accountants before the transaction is over. Otherwise, you're kind of like, can get screwed. So that'd be my biggest advice. And then you can find us on all social media platforms at Your Tax Coach. But like I said before, we're pretty much all in on Instagram. So you can DM me. All It's me that responds. So at Your Tax Coach. Well, let's connect after the new year. I'm going to check out because my birthday's on the 15th, my wife's birthday on the 17th. So we're going to disappear for the next couple of weeks. But I would love to talk to you about what I'm doing. I have a financial team and we can get into that offline and kind of tell you what I'm working on, see if we can help each other. Yeah, would love to. Thanks for being on the show, man. Really, Some really good nuggets and I'm proud of what you're doing. And if I can help you in any way, I seriously mean that. Reach out to me. If I can connect you with somebody or if I can help push you in the right direction, just just hit me up. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, you too. I'll, um, I'll send you Dan Fleischman's information. Yeah, just let him know I'm going to reach out and tell him I got a collection of 200 Michael Jordan cards. 
All right. All right. Thanks for your Will time. Do. Congrats. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. See you. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Real Estate Entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. Please subscribe on whichever platform you are listening and consider leaving a five-star review as that will help us gain traction and continue to bring you knowledge in the real estate industry. For more content, head over to TerrenceMurphy.com. 